Hi, I'm Meredith. And I'm Curtis, and we are the pastors of Pomona Valley Church, a new church in Southern California that wants to follow Jesus into the world together. Apart. As a church, we have a high value on equipping each person to build their own rhythm of life, a set of habits or practices that help a person joyfully and sustainably follow God. But for a lot of us, those habits and practices that we used to know simply aren't available anymore, or they aren't working anymore. If that sounds like you, this mini-series is for you. Each episode, we are going to talk about one question that we think might help you rebuild your rhythm in these socially distanced and very disrupted days that we have found ourselves in. So here's our question for today. How do I want to start my day? Curtis, I'm not even going to prep you for this part. I know you can answer this. How do you want to start your day? I want to start my day by reading the news and about sports and pop culture and things on my iPad. And how long would you like to be able to do that all by yourself? How many hours are there at the start of the day? I think we'll say at least three is sort of technically the start. And I know for my part, I want to start my day in silence with a cup of coffee, often having stared out the window at the world outside with nothing but my own thoughts in my head for a bit. So it is not new to us, but it was accentuated for us that if we wanted to start our day the way we prefer, we would have to get up very early in the morning to make it happen. Tish Harrison Warren has a book called The Liturgy of the Ordinary, and I often recommend it. One of the early chapters I remember impacting me as I read along was called The Imprinting of Animals. She told the story of babies who get displaced from their mothers and picked up by human animal rescue teams, and then how those babies begin to be imprinted by the replacement caretaker of the human, even though they were meant to be imprinted by their same species mother. And she used this as a metaphor for our relationship to our devices. It was really impactful for me. And that single chapter I credit for completely changing how I start the day. It helped me realize that I was picking up my phone seemingly just for a few minutes and then getting sucked in for far more. And that when I am looking at my phone, I'm not noticing that silence that I so enjoy. It's like my ears almost literally don't register it. Now, please hear us. It might be that you most want to start your day by reading the Bible or writing or praying, but we are not trying to tell you that that is certainly what you should be doing with your morning. We just want to ask the question openly, how do you want to start your day? Because then you can compare your answer to what you are doing to start your day and see if some adjustments might actually be bringing you more life than what you have been doing up until now. Yeah, every time I hear Christians talk about this, they all point to how Jesus, at least once, because the gospel said he did it one morning, very early woke up and went off by himself and prayed. And maybe that's how Jesus wanted to start every day. Maybe it is how Jesus actually started every day. Maybe it's just what Jesus needed for that day. But Christians are so quick to say that that verse means that this is exactly how we all should start all of our days. Maybe Jesus' practice simply points out that how we start the day matters. So when it comes to finding a rhythm that works for you sustainably, day to day, today, right now, our second question is, how do you want to start the day? And based on that answer, is there one something you can do that gets you closer to what you want? We know that we want to spend the rest of our days in the presence and for the purposes of God. And so we're considering how we start the day, and then we will be back tomorrow with a third question to help us think about how we rebuild our rhythm. Thank you for joining us, and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.